Hello and welcome back to Strike Sports. I'm your host, Emma. We have a lot to talk about this week. Lots of games, signings, and news. The semifinals of the Carabao Cup, the third round of the FA Cup, and lots of Premier League matchups. Just before we talk about the games, I want to mention some of the recent signings that have occurred. Uh, probably one of the most notable ones came from Newcastle. Their first signing after acquiring new owners happened on the 7th of January. Kieran Trippier signed from Atletico Madrid on a two-and-a-half-year deal for £12 million. He went from a Champions League contending team to a near-relegation side. Newcastle also signed Chris Wood from Burnley. Philippe Coutinho has signed with Aston Villa for the rest of the season on loan uh, from Barcelona. He used to play for Liverpool, previously playing with manager Steven Gerrard. Villa have also signed Lucas Dinier from Everton um, on a reported £12 million, I think it was. It might be more than that. I'm not too sure. Uh, Erling Holland has mentioned his current state with Borussia Dortmund. He says, the last six months, I have chosen not to say anything out of respect for Dortmund, but now the club has started to press me into making a decision. I would assume that he will make a decision within the next two, three months, as the club have stated that they cannot, they cannot wait for a decision at the end of May. More rumors have come out about Chelsea defender Antonio Rudiger after he compared his football at the moment to chapters in a book. Many fans believe that this will be his last chapter at Chelsea. Thiago Silva has signed a one-year extension with Chelsea. And Canadian defender Richie Larea has signed with Nottingham Forest after leaving Toronto FC. Alfonso Davies has been sidelined for the foreseeable future after sustaining inflamed, an inflamed heart after having COVID. Uh, Bayern Munich and the Canadian men's national team will miss out on Davies for the next few weeks up to about three months, they said. Um, the second leg of the Carabao Cup final took place on the 12th. Tottenham played Chelsea at home after losing 2-0 at the bridge the week prior. Tottenham did not come out with the two goals they would have needed to tie the score. Chelsea won 1-0 with the goal coming from Antonio Rudiger, assisted by Mason Mount. After being postponed, the first leg of the semis for Arsenal-Liverpool was played on the 13th. Liverpool couldn't put anything past or even on target against 10-men Arsenal. Granit Xhaka was given a straight tackle on Diogo Jota. The second leg was played at the Emirates, and although some people say Liverpool only thrive at home in the second leg, you couldn't say that about this game. 2-0, both goals coming from Diogo Jota, both assisted by Trent Alexander-Arnold. I thought Liverpool deserved to win. They outplayed Arsenal and showed just how much they wanted it. Thomas Party was subbed on uh, the same day after flying back from his short-lived tournament with Ghana in the African Cup of Nations. He was given a red card in the 90th minute. Chelsea will be playing Liverpool in the Cup Final at Wembley on the 27th of February. Uh, the third round of the FA Cup was played. Some notable games and winners I want to just mention quickly. Uh, Arsenal lost to Nottingham Forest 1-0. Man City beat Swindon Town 4-1. Huddersfield beat Burnley 2-1. Cambridge beat Newcastle United 1-0 on Karen Trippier's debut for the club. Norwich won 1-0 against Charlton. Chelsea beat Chesterfield 5-1. And Liverpool beat Shrewsbury 
4-1 with Cade Gordon scoring his first senior goal for Liverpool. These are just some of the games. The fourth round fixtures will be played February 4th to 7th. Some more notable things I want to talk about. Chelsea women's forward and Australia women's captain Sam Kerr has just become the all-time goal scorer for Australia for both men and women. Canadian goalkeeper Steph LeBay has announced her retirement in spring of 2022. She retired from PSG Women and as a gold medalist and bronze medalist in the 2020 and 2016 Olympics. Christine Sinclair was awarded the best FIFA Special Award for being the all-time international goal scorer for both men and women's teams. She surpassed Abby Wambach's record of 184. She now holds the record at 188, and I hope to see her continue to break that record for Canada. This might be a bit of a hot take, but I'm going to say it because I'm, I, I strongly believe it. I think Mo Salah is one of the most disrespected players in the world right now. He undoubtedly is the best player in in the game at the moment throughout all leagues, all competitions. He, and he, but he's not getting the credit that he deserves to be getting. He came seventh in the Ballon d'Or behind Georgina, who came in third, which I, I don't agree with um, at all, but I'll talk about that later. He didn't make the FIFA team of the year, which some people might say is – it's not a very important – award and whatnot but but honestly the player that he is the caliber he is like he should be getting those those awards those nominations um he was nominated for the best player of the year i think it was but he didn't he didn't make he didn't get that but yeah outside of english football i don't think he's given the respect he deserves like i said about Jorginho, though he had a fantastic 2021 don't get me wrong i mean he won the champions league he won the Euros with Italy, but those were team feats. Take him out of those teams, and I believe that they still could have gone there, even won it. He's a great player, but I don't think he has had as much of an impact on those teams as everyone makes him out to have had. That's my opinion, and and like even with the Chelsea team this season, I don't think he's had as big of an impact on the team as one he probably should have by the, by the amount of hype that he's been given and two, that that he needs to be giving to this team. As of right now, the top of the Premier League table going into the first international break of 2022 stands as this. Man City in first with 57 points, Liverpool with 48, Chelsea with 47, and then Man United with 38. The bottom three teams are Newcastle in 18th with 15 points, Watford with 14 points, and in last place is Burnley with 12 points. However, they do have five games in hand. Man City lost their 12-game losing streak after drawing 1-1 to Southampton. Norwich have won two of their last five Prem games. Liverpool have won their last two Prem games without Salah, Mane, and Keita. Chelsea have won one in their last five Premier League matches after an unbelievable goal from Hakim Ziyech and Thiago Silva against Spurs. Man United move above West Ham after a late extra time goal by Marcus Rashford in the 93rd minute. After losing 3-0 to Norwich, Watford have sacked their manager, Claudio Ranieri, after just four months of being in charge. A slightly controversial game 
for Liverpool on the weekend against Crystal Palace. After completely dominating Palace in the first half, two goals, Van Dyke second of the season and Alex Oxlade-Chamberlain second of the season, both assisted by Andrew Robertson, put Liverpool up at the half. They lost control of the game in the second, have no idea what happened. It was sloppy. It was, they just kind of stepped back a little bit, getting caught out in their high line. Um, Allison honestly kept them in the game, world-class saves that he shouldn't have to make, but being the unbelievable goalkeeper he is, it, 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 was, un- it was unbelievable. After an incredible ball from Alexander-Arnold to Diogo Jota, he lost control of the ball in the box and falls into the Palace keeper. The ref and VAR called it as a penalty after reviewing it for about four or five minutes. I don't think it should have been a penalty. Um, Jada is the one that falls into the keeper. I don't know, maybe like he lo- he loses control of it and maybe he sees that the keeper's coming towards him. He can fall into it. I don't think that he did do that, but I mean, he didn't. He was the one that fell into the keeper. He wasn't, I don't think it was a foul. But either way, Liverpool got the penalty and capitalized on the opportunity. Fabinho made it three. The game ended 3 1 for Liverpool after a goal by Edward in the 55th minute for Crystal Palace. Stepping away slightly from the Premier League, lots has happened during the AFCON tournament. Tournament favorites Nigeria have been knocked out of the round of 16 by Tunisia. Gambia beat Guinea and Cameroon beat Comoros in an insane game. Due to COVID and injuries, a fullback had to play in net for Comoros. From what I've heard, he did really well, but the highlight of the game probably was the goal score. The goal scorer um, for Comoros, what it was an unbelievable free kick. I didn't watch the game; I don't have any access to it, but I did see the highlight of the of the of the goal, and it was it was unbelievable. There was no stopping that. But unfortunately, to end the game in a sorrowful way after after the game had finished, there was a crowd stampede outside the stadium, resulting in eight dead and many injured. The stadium was limited to 80% capacity, but a reported 50,000 fans showed up. The stadium has a capacity of 60,000 without restrictions. So there, there was, it was a stampede. There was so many injured, and and one of the reported um, of the eight dead was a child. It's it's heartbreaking to see and hear about things like this. People. People went to watch a football game and unfortunately they lost their lives. So speaking of the team of the year, um, I'm going to go through it and talk a little about a little bit about my opinions and some opinions that I've heard um, from other people. So the official final 11 for the men's team of the year uh, in uh, goalkeepers Donnarumma, right back Hakimi, right center back Marquinhos, left center back Ruben Diaz, and uh, left back Jao Cancelo. Midfield you got Conte, 
Jorginho, De Bruyne. And then up front, you have Messi, Lewandowski, and Mbappe. Um, I Some of these players uh, undoubtedly had a great season, had a great year, club and country. I don't I don't agree with all of them. I think I I on it like I said, Mo Salah should have made the team. He didn't. I don't think Jorginho should have made the team. Conte, yes. I mean he's a crucial part to the Chelsea team. Um I think I was a little confused with the goalkeeper because um, Edward Mendy won the men's key- goalkeeper of the year, but didn't make the team. Because, um, like in my mind, that if you're the best goalkeeper in the world at the time, how are you not making the starting eleven? Like that part doesn't make sense to me. Uh, the center backs, I agree with. I think Antonio Rudiger could have had a shout um, in there. A center back, left center back, sorry, or left back. I agreed with Cancelo. He's been he's had a phenomenal season. Um, I put I put Alexand- Trent Alexander Arnold for my right back, just because he he really carried the Liverpool team throughout the 2020-2021 season. I think like he he had so much pressure on him. He had to be solid attackingly with. Like we, we we all know that he's his attacking components are unbelievable, but his defending like he had to be solid. I think he was, I think he had a, a great season. Him and Mo Salah, arguably, are part of the are probably the main reason that they're playing Champions League football because they say that they struggled a lot with with injuries last season. But yeah, I mean, I would have put Alexander Arnold in right back. The back four, I agree with. Jorginho, I've said this. I don't think he should have made it. I I would have put Fabinho in there. I, I could have put anybody. I just I don't see the hype about Jorginho. But that's just my opinion. Conte, I agree with. De Bruyne, I believe. I, I agree with. Front three, I mean, I'll say it again. Mo Salah should have made it. Messi... I I would have taken him out, honestly. Um, he's not he's a he's a player that a lot of people expect a lot of lot of goals from. He's scored one goal for PSG so far. Um, and yes, like he's assisting, he's making his playmaking abilities for PSG is great. He's opening up opportunities, but I think he need I think I if he had scored more goals, been on, on the had bigger numbers, I would have kept him up there. But I didn't. I put Mo Salah, like I said. But I kept Lewandowski. And Mbappe, yeah, I kept him. Um, honestly, not the biggest fan of the team this year, but but it's okay. Honestly, it's, it's, it's probably just a team for the people. Depends on the people, I guess. Comparing the FIFA 22 team of the year to the FIFA pro team of the year. Um, this, this is where I was also a little confused. Um, 
so they changed like they the formation for the the FIFA twenty two team of the year was a four three three. That's that makes sense to me. The t- FIFA Pro World Eleven lineup is a three three four. I hate this because I think that they they put four attacking players because of the names. Um, so I'll go through the lineup. So keeper Donnarumma, defense uh, David Al. Alba, Alba. Don't quite know how to say his name. Uh, Bonucci, Diaz, and then midfield De Bruyne, De Bruyne, Jorginho, Conte, exact same as the 2022 team. And then up front, Lewandowski, Messi, Ronaldo, and Holland. I, I don't. I would have probably. I would have put three. I would have played a four-three-three, because um, that was that's what makes the most sense to me. Don't think there need. I think that there was a four just because of the names. I wouldn't have put Messi in the team. I wouldn't have put Jorginho. Holland makes sense. I mean, he's an unbelievable player. Lewandowski makes sense. Ronaldo for Juventus makes sense. Man United right now are Juventus. Uh, Man United right now are struggling, but they're getting back actually. So that's good to see. Defense. Um, really have no opinion on the defense. I think. I think Rudiger could have made it. I think Alexander Arnold could have made it. Not. Not really picky on the defense but I don't know (laughs) it's just it's it's weird to me how different the teams are except for the midfield um and to me only two of the midfielders make sense Jorginho I I still don't don't see the hype about him so that is pretty much everything that I want to talk about in this episode I know I went off a little bit a little bit of rants and stuff but but that's the best that's the best way of getting what I wanted to say across. Um definitely looking forward to next episode. Lots of new things I want to talk about. Um but yeah, so if you've made it this far, thanks for listening. I hope you enjoyed it and I will speak to you next week.